to another episode of the Never Normal Podcast. I am your host, Britt. This is my co-host at this point, right now, Casey. <laughs> oh, only right now? Well, I mean, like, until we get a better mic system, whenever we have guests, it's going to be real weird trying to fit right here. Everyone's replaceable. <laughs> but um, it has been a week. That's why I look like this. Also, um, the, the calendar told us. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Your dad jokes are done. Anyways, um, you don't know what we're talking about tonight. I actually wrote about this. I used to have a paranormal blog, um, and I actually wrote about this because I thought it was fascinating. So I'm excited. I want to give a shout-out to this week's sponsor. I have a sponsor this week. My patience. Oh. <laughs> she can make the jokes, but I can't. <laughs> Oh, um, the cats are already trying to get in. We're off to a great start here. But uh, have you ever heard about the real Wolfman in the UK? Have you ever heard? You talk about like the guy who has the the hairy disorder. Oh, easy there, big guy. Cats <laughs> no. trying to get in. Yeah, our cats are trying to get in. Uh, no, this is no. someone else. Okay. It's okay. Not the hairy guys. Well, I'll show you what he looks like, and I'll post this picture on Instagram whenever the episode goes live. This is what he looked like. That brow, though. Yeah. Very distinct features. You know what I mean? Um, werewolves, they've always been... I've always thought they were super cool. I know that you love them as well. I do. Um, and they've been really big, starting with folklore all the way to the Universal Monsters when they came on the screen. And it's just kind of spiraled from there into its own phenomena. There's people that still claim sightings and claim to be werewolves today. No, I didn't know that. Yes. I do look that up frequently. Yes. Um, and I think we're going to... if anybody's getting bit by a werewolf, it's going to be me. <laughs> you live your werewolf dreams, <laughs> yeah, just, babe. I stalk werewolves. It's actually the complete opposite. Instead of them stalking me, I go to them. There's like this whole like blog they have of sightings of me. In the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> warning, warning yes. them that if they see you, like if you if you see the man, if you with encounter the red beard, this guy, yeah, if you encounter this guy, call this number, kind of thing. Um, so this is actually a Ed and Lorraine Warren case. Do you know? I do know the Warrens. Okay, they're pretty big in the paranormal community. I'm planning on doing a podcast or two on them. They're kind of controversial now, which is interesting. Um, Aren't they dead? They have unfortunately passed. So how are they controversial? What have just, they been doing? <laughs> well, no, just like their, <laughs> some of their past ways that they've handled cases. And you'll, oh, it'll kind of touch on it here. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Um, I don't really have an opinion on that. I'll hold my tongue. I have plenty of opinions. Yeah. Um, but I, however, kind of remain neutral because I never met them, so I don't really... Well, me and Ed, we get lunch all the time. Oh, whatever. Anyways, you can still go. They have their, where they kept all of their items. Their son-in-law runs their museum. The cats are really on one trying to get in tonight. So if you hear that... Um, <laughs> little paws under the door. Yeah, their little paws are under the door. And I think one's trying to, like, jiggle the handle up under <laughs> a moment of silence if we start hearing them. Uh, oh, there it is. I don't know if you guys will be able to hear it. But anyways, so 
Um, the person that we're talking about, uh, he goes by Bill Ramsey. His first name was William, so William Ramsey. Um, he was born in Essex. He seemed pretty chill as a kid. He loved playing outside on his family's farm, that kind of thing. Um, the age of nine is when his quote-unquote curse began. So I'm going to kind of read you through everything and then we'll discuss. Because it's kind of a lot of information to take in. So, <clears throat> Bill was out in the family garden when he suddenly felt strange. And this is when he's nine. Um, an anger rushed over him, causing him to literally unearth a fence post and swing it around. His parents watched in horror and awe at the sheer amount of strength that this nine-year-old boy had pulling a fence post out of the ground. A few seconds later, he began to gnaw on a piece of the mesh metal fencing that was, I guess, around on their farm. Chicken wire. I ain't got that chicken wire. <laughs> That's what <clears throat> rednecks would call chicken wire or hawk fence. Um, his parents didn't want to get involved with that episode. They legitimately feared for their safe, safety, um, and they stayed in the house until it was over. So they, their nine-year-old kid, could you imagine like your nine-year-old kid just ripping up fence posts and chewing on metal wire, swinging the giant post around, and like... Y'all just sitting in the house. Right. Sounds fun. I guess I'd go out and join him. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think that would be kind of terrifying to see a kid. I mean, a young I would, kid. truthfully, I'd probably be like a little pissed. Like, I'm sure it's probably some work putting in a fence post. I know the it is. fence posts that I've put in have been work. If my kid went out there and was ripping up my fence, I don't think my initial thought would be like, damn, that kid's strong. My initial thought would be like, why is that kid doing that to my fence? Yeah. Now, I mean, in my head, because I'm critical, okay, having, I grew up on a farm, we have horses, all this stuff, I helped build the fence that the, the horses are in and everything. If you don't put a f fence post in sturdy enough, well, you can pull a, kid could, a kid could pull it up. And there's also, like, it doesn't say he just, like, in one fell swoop grabbed that fence post and jerked it out. Yeah. Like, if you rock a fence post back and forth, you don't have to be necessarily very strong to compact the dirt from the outer edges outward, which would just leave it yeah. loosened up and you can pull it straight up out. That's how I got the fence posts yeah. that were in the yard previously. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, there's not saying, not discrediting that any of this happened first and foremost, but... I, when I was researching and writing this article, it was like a year and a half ago now, almost two years ago when I wrote this, um, I had these same thoughts. But that was my first thing, was like, okay, you can pull a fence post up. Yeah. Now, swinging it around, depending on what it's made out of, I mean, if he's just like swinging it, just like... It was, as the claims say, like it was nothing. It really depends to me on what it's made out of. And also, if it's... Uh, their description to me just sounds like chicken wire. You wouldn't be they're, doing a large... messing with all kinds of stuff out there. You wouldn't be doing a tall <clears throat> chicken wire fence. So, I mean, if it's like a, you know, a three-foot post with more than likely another foot in the ground, a four-foot post at best is not that much 
larger than a nine-year-old. Like, my nephew could have done it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't know what Bill looked like as a kid, but growing up on a farm, you know what I mean? We're Do you have any pictures of Bill as a kid? No, there weren't. There wasn't that I found. Uh, Not one. I mean, there were ones that people... <laughs> Selfies oh, yeah. back in the 60s, little, 50s. Well, probably there the 40s. Over his chicken and his Raleigh cord camera holding it backwards, getting that... Yeah. Flash for in. sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Could see it. Um, so after this happened, nothing happened for the next 15 years. Yeah, parents probably told him to, you know, chill out. Yeah. They're going to take his, like, Lincoln Logs or whatever. <laughs> so Bill had grown up by this point. He got married, and now he was a father of three, so totally normal guy, right? Um, the only odd occurrence that... Bill had had in the first two years of his marriage, he claimed to be plagued by nightmares. All the exact same with the exact same outcome. He would wake up with a super heavy feeling of dread. I'm sorry, system of a down came to mind. <laughs> wake, wake up. up. <laughs> I should put a little makeup. <laughs> um, he left and, his keys on the table. In 1967, the dream stopped. 18 months later, he awoke. Um, one night to the heavy sounds of an animal breathing only to realize it was him. So his own breathing woke him up, essentially, is what I'm gathering. But in his dream, I guess it sounded like an animal. And so he... I mean, I've had like a snore that sounded very hoggish wake me up. <clears throat> it was me. It was you. <laughs> I said... <laughs> So, I mean, you know, nothing too crazy, right? Yeah. Nothing too out of the ordinary. Okay. So, um, once again, there was a 15-year gap in any happenings. In 1983, Bill was at a pub with some friends when that odd feeling that had came over him when he was a kid happened again. He rushed to the restroom to regain himself, and he looked in the mirror. He saw, he claims, to see a wolf looking back at him. In the car ride home, Bill began to growl at other passengers. His hands were said to have twisted into claws, and he attempted to bite a fellow passenger. The driver stopped, and they fought really hard to keep him in the back seat. Um, by the time they were able to, the episode had ceased. <clears throat> So, when was the initial episode? When he was nine? What yes. year was that? Oh, man. Yeah, sorry, I'm making you look back on things. Let me go back up here. <clears throat> it doesn't say. I didn't put that in my article. Okay, so this would be, he would be 39 at this time. If he was nine years old during the first one, <clears throat> second one came 15 years later, and then another 15 years after that. It would be 39. Yeah. Sorry, it's interesting. Inconsistencies it's, in your story. It's interesting how nothing happened for 15 years, right? Mm -hmm. And then nothing happening again for 15 years. It's like a weird that's, clock thing. Yeah. And that's what to me sounded on the bizarre off, side yeah the off side yes um so right before christmas in 1983 bill began to have chest pains he 
went to the ER because he thought he was going to have a heart attack, which is the right thing to do. When you have chest pains, you need to go get it checked out. Um, go on. And I say that because if my father had not went, then he wouldn't be with us. So I always tell people when something doesn't feel right, go get it checked out. While going through a routine examination, he sank his teeth into a nurse's arm. Um, it smell good. He began to run around the ward like a possessed man is what they called it. Um, <clears throat> witnesses revealed to authorities that Bill had a hunched-like appearance and his hands curled into claws. And his teeth were bared like a rabid dog. <clears throat> It took a tranquilizer to put an in, to like put him out. The next morning, a resident doctor examined him and suggested that maybe he should stay for observation. Um, Bill came to the ER willingly. They couldn't make him stay because he came willingly. Um, he was feeling fine. He left the the ER, but a couple months later, he came back. I don't think they would have just released him if he full-on, like, sank his teeth into somebody who was running around and they had to trank him to bring him down. Well, legally, back then, you couldn't force if they came willingly. At least that's what... I mean, you're talking no. about the you're talking about the UK. Uh, fair. You're not talking about the US. The US, he would have been in the fucking loony bin. I still, though, like, what are you doing, UK? Mm. Why are you releasing people when they buy Here's people? the Here's a picture that I found of the... He's got nice sunglasses well, and he looks some, like a lady. That's some chick. Anyways, oh. and I'll post this, too, whenever we air the episode, but he fights cops on all fours. That's, like, the original article that I found. Oh, yeah, that might be his, his level of advantage. Um... So, a couple months later, he's going to end up back there. In January of 1984, Bill was on his way home from seeing his mother when he felt another attack coming on. At this point, he's calling them attacks. Um, he checked himself into the ER, and the nurse went to get the doctor when Bill lunged at an orderly. Luckily, four police officers were visiting the hospital and sprang into action. They surrounded him. Um... Bill put up a fight and severely wounded a police officer. Um, he was able to be handcuffed and escorted to a squad car. When he arrived at the police station, he was calm and back to his normal self once more. Um, the police surgeon suggest suggested that Bill should check himself into a mental institution. Um, at that time, it was a really bad stigma to go, so Bill didn't go to the mental institution. Bill sounds like he makes a lot of great choices in life. He is making something. Um, in the summer of 1987, Bill was once more on his way to the police station, only this time to find um, he made a citizen's arrest, so he was going there for that. The moment he parked his car, his passenger ran inside of the police station. He felt another attack beginning. <clears throat> a police officer much larger than Bill approached the car. Um, when he placed a gentle hand on Bill, the wolf in him took over, slamming the large officer down with ease, and Bill began choking him. 
it took a dozen officers and two tranquilizers to get him down. And people are saying that that wolf kicked in because he had captured that person and that was his prey running from him. Interesting. Mm. We're going to take a quick break while Casey stews on this. And then um, the Warrens are fixing to make their appearance in all of this. <clears throat> Not here in, in the story. Oh. Um, I was going to say, dang, Ed, tomorrow. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So we'll be back in just a few minutes while Casey's drawing up his conclusion because I can already see the gears turning because it's going to be very uh, similar to mine. But you need to hear the rest. Don't say anything. You need to hear the rest. I just I, I look at it from a law enforcement standpoint because law enforcement. Yes, that's why I wanted to go over this with you because it's interesting. But we'll be back in just a minute. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> you invited me. Um, I did. This is what you wanted. This is. So... The 10 days that followed his last quote-unquote episode, um, they were filled with physical health and mental screenings, and health experts were baffled. There were no abnormalities. He seemed like just a regular dude, nothing going on in there. Um, This left them kind of scratching their heads because there was obviously something going on, but it was like... Um, now keep in mind, though, this was 1987. Uh, we've made a lot of advancements since then as far as mental health and screenings and imaging and things like that. <clears throat> so, now's where Ed and Lorraine Warren come in. They were visiting London when they saw a news story in the television featuring oh, Bill. They call it a tube. Dial up the beeb. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Actually, I have a friend, a very good friend in the UK. I'll need to ask him what... Do they have air conditioners yet? They're called aircons, I think. Oh, no. That's the movie with Nicolas Cage. Oh, my God. Anyways. <laughs> Wait, no. That's Con Air. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so... Bill was on the TV, and they were talking about this story, and that's how Ed and Lorraine Warren found out, because they were in London visiting. So he was getting publicity from this, right? May not have been good, but it was publicity is publicity. At this point, he should have just went to the loony bin, because... I mean, he was, though. Like I it, mean, I went before this, like, he was all like, oh, no, I don't want, I don't want that. The stigma, and now it's, like, tenfold with... Yeah. yeah. See? 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 Seek help. See, kids? Um, Lorraine immediately set to work on getting in contact with him and was soon able to interview Bill and his family. Upon meeting with him, they had negotiated that um, Bill and his wife should come to their church in the United States for an exorcism. I personally do not understand what an exorcism would do for a werewolf, but... Well, it sounds like he's plenty strong. I don't think he needs to exercise anymore. <laughs> um, Bill reluctantly agreed, uh, and a newspaper called The People sponsored the trip. So it was a big, like, thing. You know what People I mean? People magazine? Like the same people? 
I don't think it was the same. I think it was a different publication named that. Um, The night before the exorcism, Bill tried to strangle his wife in her sleep. The next morning, the exorcism began. The first half an hour was, you know, uneventful. Bill was just kind of sitting there hanging out. How big is his wife? Because if he, like, took down a cop that was, like, significantly larger than him and was choking him out, like, I can only imagine his wife, unless she is, like, Broomhilda and is, like, I don't, were strong, I don't think like, she was very big. I think she was kind of just average. Did she survive? Yeah. He attempted to strangle her. He didn't succeed in killing her. I'm beginning to not like this guy. Um, so the, the first 30 minutes of the exorcism, Bill was kind of like, what am I doing here? Like, he was bored. Um, however, he began to take on another appearance almost. His face contorted, his hands formed claws once more. The priest demanded the quote unquote demon leave. Um, and after one more burst of fury of the wolf, he was no more. This event was recorded on film and is often studied by both skeptics and believers. I tried to find it. I think I have seen it. I have tried to find it. I searched associated with the story, but I do think I I've searched the corners of YouTube and to see if anyone had like uploaded it to websites. I could not find it. Um I don't know. What are the Warrens? Are they Catholic? The Catholics have like their claws and no pun intended in a lot of things and don't want to let them go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um since then there have been no more episodes. Um and that's pretty much it. it. Um, so is no, he still alive? I think so. Let me see. Let me look up and see. Because again, I wrote this a couple of years ago. Uh, so he could very well have passed. Let's see. You hear that, UK? I'm coming, and I need an air conditioner and Con Air. Let's see. It doesn't say. I'm trying to see if. Look up his Wikipedia page. Everybody got one. Uh, You don't mean to stare over me. I was just looking (laughs) down. So here's an in-color photo of the exorcism. Interesting. He's literally just going, like, they formed claws. Yeah. I, too, can do this. It doesn't say if he's passed on. I'll have to, like, dig a little further on in that. Um, So I'm going to share my thoughts on this. Uh, I think, while I would love to believe that he was an actual werewolf, and I'm not trying to discredit his experiences because he thought that he was really dealing with something, mental health can genuinely do that to you. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see things. I mean, I've ex- with my mental health struggles, and I don't know with yours as well, like, there's been, you know things where like you really do believe something um i think that he should have been forced into getting help sooner 
And I think that, um, I don't know. I think it was mental health. I think it was mental health. I think Mm -hmm. maybe there, I mean, you don't know. There could have been issues at home that led to that kind of rage to like build up in somebody and just little, and you know, people not saying Bill was like this because I don't know him as a person, of course, but you know what I mean? There's like that one small thing that sets off a huge explosion on someone who's unstable like that. Yeah. That's what I think. Having dealt with not just people who are in heightened level of psychosis in the various jails that I've worked in, drugs, not saying he's on drugs, um, but drugs can also affect you in such a way. Um, If you tell yourself a story long enough, you will believe it yourself. You can sit there and tell yourself that you're a werewolf in your own head and just you can take on appearances yeah um kind of like with some people with claims of possession like their face contorted and and i mean i i mean your face is full of muscles if you learn to control various muscles you can contort things in different ways i can bare my teeth yeah Wow, werewolf guy. <laughs> yeah, and but, I mean, yeah, like, and I can. It's not that hard to bite somebody. Like, yeah, you can. He very well have, uh, you know, convinced himself that he was a werewolf, and I, I believe that he believes that he was a werewolf. I'm just in this particular case not buying it. Yeah, especially after they did, you know, like I'm sure. Fingers crossed. If true werewolves are real. <laughs> First of all, if you're watching this, come bite me because That's, I'm down for it. No, we're not doing that. I want to be a werewolf. I think that if he was truly a werewolf, he would be a little more quiet about it. That or other werewolves might be like, yo, we got to <laughs> calm this guy down. He's getting, he's doing too much, uh, too much publicity on us here. Or when they did some sort of test, something somewhere wouldn't just appear normal. I know that things have advanced further now, but I'm just saying. I mean, in thinking too, also, like, what kind of tests were they running for? Like, what were they checking for? Were they, did they miss something? Buddy is, <laughs> he's so upset. He's out here honking. Poor guy. Um, we're talking about werewolves, my guy. But... I don't know. I feel... And my mom has studied in normal psychology. She has a master's. And I've read through some of her books because I think it's fascinating. And I I am not... I think he experienced something, but I think... I'm thinking that what he experienced was mental illness. Well, see, I have seen a man who ended up in my arms. I know that sounds as weird as I can make it sound. Mm Mm-hmm. But this man had torn his cell mm-hmm. apart because he believed that there was a giant snake in that sna- a giant snake in that cell. Now I couldn't personally see it, but I believe that man believed he could see that thing. I mean, he was like throwing his mattress at it. He would not get off of his bunk. As I went into the cell, he jumped off of said bunk and onto me. <laughs> 
and like kind of like like a child does like wrapped his legs like around mm. my waist and was like hugging me and i had to carry him out of that cell i believe he believes that there was a snake in that cell well and i mean our That's... minds our minds are a very powerful thing like we only use a small percentage of our brain and our brains are capable of so many amazing things so i mean i certainly believe that I mean, if you have people that can have hallucinations and things like that inmate that swore there was a snake in his cell, to him, he was probably seeing a live snake. And that's the same thing with other people who have mental illness that will have to teach themselves that things aren't there. There's one guy I saw on TikTok, when he has his episodes, he'll take pictures and he'll look at the picture and he won't see what he's seeing and that's how he knows he's having an episode. Like, it's a very real thing. You know, mental health is something I'm very strongly for. I guess I should say, like, taking care of your mental health. Ah, there you go. Getting, <laughs> there it getting is. help. <laughs> yes, getting yeah. help when you need it. Talking to someone. Finding someone to talk to. Things that Because, I mean, I feel like if... His parents, when he had that episode, instead of being like, you were like a rabid animal and putting that in his head, if they would have been like, let's go get you checked out, son. And also, you're going to fix that fence. He could have lived a totally different life. Totally different life. And I don't understand how a quote-unquote exorcism healed him unless he made in his brain believed that it healed him. And to me, that even screams more mental illness to me. Also, I just want to point out, if you ever yawned and tried to hold it in, your face will contort and you'll not look right. I just want to say, he might have just yawned during that exorcism. <laughs> he was trying to hold it in, not to be rude. Didn't he was want like, to be rude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And I don't know. It's like a whole... Ed Sharon was there. It was a whole thing. <laughs> Ed Sharon. <laughs> Whatever. So, yeah. Mental health, guys. It's important. My wrist popped. That hurt. But, I mean... And I don't think that Bill was a, a bad guy. I think that he had a lot of unresolved issues. I don't he know. Did. He choked his wife. That's pretty bad. Well, I mean, when you got people that have PTSD, they'll do things and not... Like they, it's like that rush. So, did he have PTSD? I don't know. But Bill, if you're watching, come in. We'd like to have a few words. <laughs> well, no, no. Um, I don't I think I don't think that Bill's a was a bad or is a bad guy. I think that he was just someone who's very un- mistreated as far as mental illness goes and how they handled. Oh yeah, no, him. they they definitely didn't. They dropped the ball on that. And like I hate a, that for like, him. Like the entire world does every day. Yeah, on mental health. Yep. So, yeah, I wanted to share that one with you. As much as I I want to pull the old, you know, Agent Fox Mulder here. I want to believe. I want to believe. <laughs> Got my poster. It's not here, but I do need that poster. Anyway, yeah, just I'm not buying this one. I didn't either. Not not the story. I'm sure he probably did have. His and he in in him he experienced this, and the people around him experienced 
what he was experiencing and the fact like they were on the receiving end. So it's not discounting it at all. I just, um, he was not a werewolf. Mm -mm. No, he, there's something a lot deeper going on there. So yeah, we'll do a podcast though on like, I'll, I'm going to let you take the helm on the werewolves podcasts. Yeah, you'll be steering the ship for that one. Because um, I, I would be really interested in hearing like your thoughts and the stories and stuff that you find and theories that you have. And I kind of just chill out. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, very much. That's, right. That's my zone. <laughs> wow. My zone. Anyways. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. I'm going to call this one Chillcast because I'm wrapped in a blanket. I brushed my hair today and washed my face. I got this shirt when we uh, dressed up as Scooby-Doo in the gang. So for Halloween, yeah. For Halloween. This is my Fred shirt. Fred had a beard. Fred did have a beard. Update your fanfics. <laughs> my shirt's pretty cool, though. I got it from a local shop. It's my homie, Bigfoot. I want a Mothman one in this style. I love his eyeliner is on point. His eyeliner, I could never. But thank you so much, guys, for tuning in for Chillcast. Um, we will be back next week with something different, and I hope that you guys have a great afternoon. Have a good weekend. This uh, is going to be coming out on a Friday. Have a good weekend. Update your calendar. We'll be back. <laughs> Bye, guys.